Hi, everybody, and welcome to Shortcomings, a Sex in the City podcast where we dive into every episode of Sex in the City, the two movies, and of course, and just like that, I'm your host, Samantha Bush. And as always, I'm joined by Chris Lewis. Hi, Chris. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm feeling a little hazy, daisy, lazy. Yeah, I'm in a lavender haze. Yeah. <laughs> I because I still, today I was like, am I still somewhat feverish? Am I still hawking up like things out of my body? Is my stomach, am I still have no appetite? Am I still lethargic? Guys, I'm dying. Like there It's been is, weeks. We're now in, Week we're heading in. Three? We're in, we're at day 15, I think. Oh we're, my God. We're in, uh, we're far from the shallow now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What the fuck's going on with Lady Gaga? Where is she? She's doing a lot of weird things on Instagram. Is she? Well, I do you remember when she Delia pretended Foley that boom, boomerang? She tried to do a boomerang, but without the boomerang. What's a boomerang? You mean that video where people will be like this? Yeah. So instead oh. of just turning on that feature and just doing the quick she thing. She just did it like she I just did. did it. Yes. Well, that's embarrassing. <laughs> but honestly, it does sort of look like that's what you're doing anyway. What is the appeal of those? Well, they're embarrassing. No one should be doing them anymore. Yeah, I guess there was a time. There was a period a where it was like them. a fun feature. And now it's like that time has passed us. You know what I was going to say is like, it's sort of like those weird old videos like dub smashes. Like, but those are so over. Or but like then I thought that's all TikTok is. App. But that's what TikTok is. Like that is dub smash. Right. But like you get more content than just that. I know. But it is like, I was like, that's over. And then I was like, wait, no, that's literally all people send me is just like random people in their beds. Just like, I'm Christina Yang. It's like, you're not babe you're, you're not. not you're not you want to be badly but you're not no one can be christina no and of course i'm still watching Grey's anatomy very slowly it's like the slowest rewatch i've ever done whereas i powered through gilmore girls like just took it down a kid ripping through candy like just a madness now one of my favorite memories of you and i on this podcast is the day that i told you when halloween was i still don't Speaking know what of candy <laughs> And this is something that I've been arguing with my friend Amanda Earnestly, about. you said it's the third, like, Tuesday of... <laughs> I believe it is, like, the last Thursday of November. No, it's October. October. It's, is it October? It's October 31st, always. So the so the day of the week changes, but the date stays the same. I just don't think people know that. They do. I people just, just really think... love Halloween, and they dress up I early. I don't think people are clued into that, that it's October 31st. I think, I think that people know. I don't. I, I don't. I think majority of people know that. I think it's one of those things that when you hear it, you think you know, mm. but you don't really know. Wasn't that like a tagline for like the real world? <laughs> oh no, we're gonna start getting real and stop being polite and start yeah. getting real. And that's how I feel about Halloween. We need to stop being polite and stop lying that we all know when it is. Yeah. But you know, I don't celebrate. Hall- I didn't grow up celebrating Halloween, not for like religious reasons. I think just out of a disinterest in candy and a disinterest yeah i've never really liked sweets that much and um <laughs> a genuine mother who was like i'm not walking you around this goddamn neighborhood to knock on strangers <laughs> doors you stay in the house and watch a fucking movie wow my mom made my costumes for me <sighs> sewed them made them i didn't see a sewing yeah my mother's not a woman with the warmth of sewing and <laughs> she's not marmy from <laughs> little women <laughs> Ah, oh, Chris. Hmm. It's just, that's not who we were. And so there are many reasons Halloween hasn't dropped into my heart. And also it's like, it's so disgusting how people are so into dressing up. It's 
people get so into it and it's like guys come on if you want to wear a silly outfit you can do it all the time like you can do that whenever you want but i think maybe that's a part of being gay i have a strained relationship with halloween just due to the closeness it is to my birthday so like my birthday is two days before and so if my birthday's on a saturday and halloween's on a monday people are celebrating halloween my birthday yeah, so I don't so just get you like have a Halloween a, party. I don't sometimes, Chris, like I don't want to dress up as something else on my birthday. I want to go as me. The well, birthday it seems girl. Like you do. You're throwing parties where you're forcing everyone to dress well, up. That was my 30th birthday and I had no choice. Like what else was I supposed to do? You know, just have people come over in their normal clothes. They wouldn't want to. Com- they would want to dress up. People went all out. My mom came. She looked like Steven Tyler. <laughs> I, I I just no, and I see adults dressed up. Now when I see kids dressed up, it like sends a thrill through uh, oh, my heart. I love trick or treaters. I love. But after them. the age of, well, I don't love them. I, famously, my lights are turned off, and if they knock, I simply scream. We do not play Halloween at this house. What you don't want to see the little kids? Ask giving them some candy. Mm-mm. I want to see like my friends' kids on like Instagram. Oh, see, I love giving them candy and passing it out and seeing all their little costumes. No, I don't want people knocking at my door. <gasps> Much like Whoopi Goldberg, I don't want anybody in my house. Wow, this is shocking. But to see kids I love dressed up as, like, pirates and little princesses. It's and the cutest. That's, like, adorable to me. Like a pumpkin. Like, just throw a little potato <sighs> outfit on them. God, I love babies in pumpkin costumes. And it's just, like, that's classic. Now, when I see, like, an 18-year-old dressed up, that's terrifying to me. That's the killer. That's, Yeah. <laughs> I don't like to see a tween dressed up. No, I don't mind going out on Halloween. You know, and of course, famously, once I dressed up like Baby Driver. Once <laughs> I went out on Halloween and there was a man. I went out with my then boyfriend and good friend and he continued to follow us all evening. Excuse me? We could not figure out what he was dressed as. And when I tell you every single time we saw him at different bars, different neighborhoods, Stop. he would let out a hello akin only to one woman. We would just hear, Hi. <laughs> Like, he's back. Wait, was he dressed as someone scary? He was dressed like some sort of ninja of sorts. I couldn't figure it out one way or Zorro? another. No, because I, I've got my hands, I've got my head around Zoro. Oh, right. This was a ninja of sorts. It's some sort of crime-fighting man who probably, like, <laughs> knew different tactics. And he was, like, into you guys? He just kept following us and was like, what are you guys up to? And he seemed to be alone. And when I tell you, bar... Bar after bar. Changed neighborhoods. Bus. Club. Another club. And you just hear, hi. <sighs> I thought after that, you know what? I think I might be done with Halloween. Might have to wrap that's this a up good excuse. Yeah, that's a good excuse. Yeah. This guy is out of control. Yeah. Let's see. What should we discuss sort of broadly before we get into this episode? Did you have something you wanted to share with me? <gasps> oh, yes. Mm-hmm. How quickly I forget. No, I can't find this message. So if you are that lone listener, please send it to me again. <laughs> It was someone who said simply, in season five of this podcast, we discussed one Travis Kelsey, and you said he is sexless and has nothing going on. I said that? (laughs) Apparently. About Travis Kelsey? Yeah, and they were disgusted. They were like, well, look at her now. (laughs) Wow. And it's just like, you know, sometimes... I said that? Apparently. That's tough, because, you know, I don't feel that way anymore. Oh, wait, I have found it. Oh, that's convenient. Apparently, season four, episode 15, change of dress. Please tell us, Sam. Why play were we talking about Sam. Travis Kelsey? <laughs> I, I, again, I didn't think I knew who this man was before two weeks ago, so <laughs> I don't know how what? we came up. That Nisi Nash show. It's a what? 
he gives Chet Hanks energy. <laughs> oh, but with none of the charm. With not not a sparkle or twinkle <laughs> in that man's eye. And I say this, by the way, having only seen this man's I feel like it. I feel like we talked about it because he was on an episode with like Ramona or something, and we talked about that. You said he has no sex. He doesn't have a sparkle in his eye. Stephen Tuffer. <laughs> My apologies to the Kelsey family. No star quality or sexual energy. <laughs> what were we talking Dragged. about? I don't know, and I won't go back and listen. No, that's fascinating. I, will, I just want to know like why he was being brought up in an episode about the dissolution of Aiden and Carrie's marriage, yeah, or relationship. Huh. I wonder. But I wanted to just confront you afresh on that, that your views on Mr. Kelsey are going to come and go. Wow. Uh, my opinion really on anything is going to come and go. Yeah. And, you know, today's been a tough day, Joshua and Jody. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. How many? Okay. I know we're at the end of the year. We've got to wrap this up. Who else do you think can go? Huh, what is, the, I didn't left? see this one coming. I thought we were rolling into like 50. Uh, we were all going to go to their like 50th anniversary. That's what like I thought. We, they were just going to invite us all. Like, you've been with us. Get here. This was a couple that like I never even thought of day to day. I saw them not three weeks ago at the J. Crew party. <laughs> did you not see them? They were celebrating. They did that J. Crew ad for they Christmas did. about two, three years ago with those beautiful photos. They had a J. Crew collection. Last thing J. Crew did right. Don't get me started on Miss Lyons and what's going on over there on Roni. We'll talk about that in a minute. Or not in a minute, but like... In seven hours. Yeah. This was a couple that I just never thought we would have to worry about. Like, I really (laughs) just... I I didn't even keep my eye on them, honestly. That's what I'm saying. I didn't even... I thought they're safe over there. That's what I thought. I was like, I don't even have to check in with them. I know that they're going to be good. I know they're going to be serving us looks on the red carpet. I know he's going to, like, give her her shining moment and be like, look, my beautiful wife... That's the vibe I always got from them. I got this TMZ notification today. I was on the phone with a dear friend, and I just said... And when by dear friend, I'm sure you mean Grace. No. Wow, someone else? Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, you'll never believe the notification I just got. And she goes, who broke up? Immediately, she goes, who broke up? I said, Joshua. Josh J. Pacey. Mm -hmm. Now, since the news has broken, I have I've seen these. I've seen Mm, these rumors. And, and and here's the thing: I don't care for them because they're rooted in nastiness and rumors. <laughs> rumors. They're not real. They're too because everyone's like, I don't even know where I saw it, but he's abusive. It's like, well, come on, can we get an article? Can, can, yeah. I haven't seen a link. I haven't. Seen, well, I also don't. They're just know. like I saw them blind items, and you know that usually means that a little that little account. Yeah, the Dumas. Yeah. That little account. The happiest I've been is the day I finally unfollowed Demois. I was like, I gotta get out of here. They blocked me. As they should. Well, they also messaged me before they did it. I feel, you know, that's what I like to do. I like to, like, reply to people who've pissed me off and then wait till I see their little dots. I was like, okay, girl, bye. Um, Yeah. Wow. It's just, it was a shock. Like, I really loved them at the Met Gala together. Like, that was, like, one of my favorite times. I swear to fucking God, if something happens with Boris and Nicole, I will eject myself off planet Earth. Boris? Boris and Nicole? Oh, Boris. Oh, God. Boris and Natasha? Who did you think? I was like, Boris Johnson? (laughs) (laughs) For once, your head went to someone of import. Although, to be fair, I think Boris Kojo... Forest code. Well, he was only a world leader for about what four or five weeks. 
it felt like eternity um no okay yeah so let's think of our couples that like absolutely like boris and nicole is something that i just can't fathom honestly sj and maddie don't if something happens to sj and maddie i i can't talk about that Mm -hmm. now uh, you know a couple that would really rock my world but would like i would you ready to get them back on the streets (laughs) kind of sort of like me and carl keith and nicole well, I'd like her to get away from him in general. That's what I'm saying. It just doesn't sit well in my spirit that she lives in Nashville. I don't like that for her. I don't like that they named their baby Sunday. Oh, see, I Sunday Rose. I think that's kind of cute Ugh. for them. Like, if I met a real person whose baby's name is Sunday Rose, I would literally strangle them and perhaps the baby. Yeah. But like a famous person, Sunday Rose, I'm like, you know what? This kid's never going to work. Hopefully mm. they never meet, you know, well, I don't think they're ever going to meet the other siblings no. <laughs> i actually don't want to get into that it's too sad it's very it's heartbreaking um yeah olivia. like that's a couple that olivia, i would connor and connor and olivia i think so i know it's connor wow. for sure yeah connor sp you know connor cruz let's go do you think no they definitely don't see surrey i don't know who those kids are seeing i guess Tom. Seeing, surrey hasn't <laughs> seen the likes of a cruise in decades Tom Cruise is like a literal criminal, and I, I guess everyone's just like, I did "You're a maverick." I did read somewhere that he is—he's not a Scientologist anymore. Like he's left the church. Where did you read that? I feel like just Jared posted it. Much like the places where everyone's seen, he's. I just—I thought it. Leave. Oh my god! The first. I think it would be no, a no, much no. bigger. You're gonna story. die. You're gonna die. I type in "Did Tom Cruise leave?" and the first thing that pops up is his daughter. Yeah, well. That's a tough thing. Well, no. I Well, I guess he did leave Surrey. Uh, Yahoo. But I think it would be a much bigger deal New if he left Scientology. That would be like if the, that Tom that would be like if the Pope, though, left the Catholic Church. I don't know. Like, I just think that story would get a little bit so broader. So according to the Mirror, <laughs> the Mission Impossible star may have reportedly stopped visiting the UK Scientology headquarters. Oh, so did he just leave the UK? Yeah, I think he probably just went home. He just went to the LA one? <laughs> yeah, I think he just probably was like, okay, I'm going. I'm done filming this movie. I'm going home. Oh. I'll get my numbers up back down in Florida in Clearwater. <sighs> okay. Well, you, know, you know, I've been meaning to touch down on going clear again. I love it. That's an it. annual touchdown for me. Absolutely. And so is the Leah Remini doc. I, Chris? <gasps> Chris. I've got some thoughts on Leah that will shock. Oh. I don't care for her. Although I think what she's doing is great. And what's going on with her and J-Lo? Something. <laughs> and nobody wants to talk about it but me. No, I would love to talk about it. Ben said, get going, get, get her out of here. She, Leah wasn't she at their wedding because she had to go to college with her daughter. She said something about Ben when they got back together. You know how like you think your friends get back together mm-hmm. and you're like, this isn't serious. I can say something about him. He drinks too much. Done. And she was like, I can say that to Jay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to Jay. She, she clocked that and was like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Scorched earth. Mm-hmm. They were of course, fun I love their friendship. Too. I know. I love that clip where they say that they would never leave each other, but apparently. Mm. Well, there was a, a lot new, of people for Ben Affleck. There was so. a new photo of them, um, Ben and Jen in the car, or as you call her, Jay. Ben and Jay in their car, and they were having a huge fight. Well, she's insufferable. I know you really don't like her. Well, I you know she's committed high crimes. In, 
she committed high crimes and misdemeanors against Mariah Carey. And until she mm-hmm. is held accountable for those, how can I let her back into my heart? I understand. Mariah Carey is coming to Little Caesars on December 1st to kick off her Christmas extravaganza. She's coming to Baltimore. I'm getting tickets. Mm-hmm. The tickets on sale 10-6. You know, I've already got my ticket to Beyonce 12-1. Mm. I was awake at 1.45 this morning watching that tour end in Kansas, and it floated right into that documentary. I had my computer next to me. I was on AMC.com in the queue. <laughs> and mind you, these tickets aren't, like, going to sell out. They're, like, the show is playing for, like, a month. And I was like, I must have my ticket. I can't play around. Now, do you think the the theaters are going to abide by the Everybody on Mute challenge? Hmm. I hope so. I'm trying to think of, like, who's going to be there. If it's, like, Hive only, yeah. I think, I think we're the letting first night it's Hive in, only. The first night it's Hive only. Well, we're starting on afternoons. I'm going to 1 p.m. and then again at 9. Are you seeing it twice? Excuse me? You're seeing it twice? You think I'm only going to see it twice? Oh. <laughs> in one day? It's going to be a rolling feed. It'll okay. just be like a daily destination. Like, Chris, where you going? Well, i got to go back to Beyonce. Mm-hmm. What else do we have going on? I think that's about it, really, right? I'm trying to think if there's been any other, like, information. Um, I mean, we're going to touch on Love is Blind. And Roni in the Plathville and Roni this week on, well, the Zoom call will have already happened. But we're definitely going to touch on new Roni Mm -hmm. and Love is Blind on this week's bonus episode. And actually, you guys might get that one a little early if we've got energy after this recording. And I think we will because, um... There's not much to say about this episode. Spoiler alert, we're still in um Hell. The muck of season six. Mm-hmm. So we'll get into that. I feel like, you know, I was in New York. It was a torrential downpour. Oh. It was Chris. a literal biblical flood in which Sam was like, just go outside. It's only raining. Jesus, get an umbrella. And I was like, can you look up what's happening in New York no, for one like, second? No, he was like, it's raining. I don't know if I'm going to go see The View. And I know that he loves The View and was so excited that he got a ticket. And I said, get your ass outside. Go put on a jacket. Get an umbrella. And then he was like, Sam, what? Like, and then all of a sudden a I go to Twitter. I go to Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> literally the city of new york is underwater it's underwater like it's like ma'am what are you talking about there's i went People to the subway there's water down the street water is coming out of walls like what <laughs> and i was wholeheartedly like get outside jesus like get a poncho and shut the fuck up i'm like <laughs> no like i might die if i go there yeah so sorry about um, that. But great time in New York. Saw Merrily We Roll Along. Saw production of Stephen Sondheim's final musical, Here We Are. It was a good theater weekend, although I will be trying to get tickets to The View at a later date. I did see Funny Girl yesterday. Speaking of theater. I'm, theater. And did you love it? Chris. The production is as ugly as anything I've ever seen, just in terms of its set. I don't like the costumes. No, they're terrible. They look like they spent they're $5 on them. <laughs> they're horrible. The, Set is one of the... Uh, did it have that same set where there's a big circular tube that sort of looks like a um, paper towel that opens up? A tube? There's like a tube. No. When she comes out in the... Okay, so they probably changed the chef from Broadway because it's too intricate mm-hmm. to travel with. But that's good because it was the ugliest thing ever. Just picture a tube that kept opening. And I was like, it looks like a paper towel roll. Huh. Yeah, there was no tube. The girl who was the lead, I want to say her name was like Christine. Catherine. Mc- Catherine McCrimmon. Mc- McCrimmon or something. Yeah, I think that's it. Incredible. Voice. I hear she's a star. No, I will say something. <laughs> uh oh. She's no Leah. 
No, no, no. Her voice is like unreal. Okay, good. Her voice, like my mom and I were clutching each other. After every song, we just looked at each other and we go, she's amazing. That's what we would do. Now, when the show starts, the accent work she was doing was a tough accent. She did eventually yeah. find her footing in the accent as the play I, I, went I along. I have heard that accent and it is She wild. sounded like she was like, <laughs> like a she's male Italian. She was like, but she was like, like Steve. Yeah, she was like, oh, Miranda. I'm like, why are you talking like that? It was, but the mother, and I mean, great. I thought the guy who played Nikki Arnstein was not so as hot as my Nikki, but I've seen him. He's he's a cutie. Holy fuck. He comes out at one point with just a robot. With his shirt off. I grab I was like, everyone in the audience was just like a gas. Like, whoa. Like, we didn't know we were working with all that. Now I did wreck it. So a guy on Bumble is in Funny Girl. And I saw him on there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great time. When you've got a production in town, it's a great time to swipe. You could, you know, fuck a... He played um, Eddie. He played Eddie. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I've trotted those boards when some shows have been in town. (laughs) I also loved all the tap numbers. Yeah, yeah. I love the tap. character who plays Eddie is a great tap. Or they, I oh. love that they incorporated that. Um, I'm glad you loved it. It was incredible. You know, it's, it's such a fun. It's an imperfect show, but it's so fun. Mm-hmm. And um, as long as you can embrace it for being incredibly different than the movie, because the movie basically just decided we are cutting everything that is not about Barbara Streisand. Yeah. Whereas, like the the play has all this other nonsense in it, and you are mm-hmm. sort of like, why am I dealing with this? Well, I didn't really love Nikki Arnstein's like solo number about like a temporary arrangement and he's like dancing around it's like what is happening <laughs> it's like i don't really know what's and going then he on. sings funny girl it's like get him out of here i know i was like i don't love that but she was amazing like she was incredible i what i really loved about her performance is like she made it her everything own. but the accent well she made it her own like in terms of how she sang the songs, but also kept it similar enough, like where you could like really get into it. It was so, it was so yeah, good. and she's got the voice. You can hit the notes. Holy she's not fuck, beanie. her voice. She's not beanie. Just the accent was. It was almost yeah. like offensive at first. <laughs> and I have to say something about beanie, and this is not going to be kind. She needs to get the fuck out of here. Okay, what I'm is sick she of her. doing? Because she's now starring in a musical adaptation of the show I just saw, Merrily We Roll Along, mm-hmm. and she can't sing that score either. And it's like, at some point, people need to tell her, like, like you gotta go. Sweetie, you gotta get gone. This isn't for you, babes. I'm sick of it. I'm just like, she's ruining things. And I'm like, I liked her as much as the next person, but she needs to know her place. And her place is not out on of the booth. Her, her it's just place, not singing. Chris, have you seen the movie Theater Camp? Oh, don't. Oh, I can't talk about that film. Have you seen it? Yeah. You don't like it. Talk about a bunch of people so fucking happy and thinking they are like, you know what it reminded me of? <laughs> this is us, where it was just like, they're so happy to be on TV. That's, it felt like just a bunch of kids like, we're in a movie. I'm like, guys, I loved please it. I've tamp seen it down so your many energy. <laughs> There's just, it, it's it was my akin, favorite daughter. It was akin, the lost daughter? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like the favorite. I was like, I don't know if it's your favorite, your least favorite daughter. I don't really care. Yeah, it's um like my last daughter. Um, I just feel like everyone needs to tamp their energy down. It's akin to people excited to dress up for Halloween. It's That's giving theater kids. They're theater yeah. kids. <laughs> right, but it wasn't like funny enough to me. Oh, okay. But, but I'm happy it exists. I thought it was great. 
Yeah, I know a lot of people did, you know, not for me. This year is not, this year, is, that has been a theme of this year for me, which is just like, <sighs> wow, this movie's not for me. But I keep going. I you keep trying. You support the arts. I, you know, I saw Barbie. I think I, wait, no, I did not see it twice. No, I was like, I think I saw it twice. I was like, I had to listen to that fucking song 90 million I times. I can't wait to see Saltburn with Jacob Elordi. The hell is that? Oh my God, Chris. <laughs> it, it looks incredible. Who is that? Jacob Elordi? The hot man that we talked about last week. Oh, from Succession. No. What's that show Euphoria. called? Euphoria. Euphoria. Suspiria. <laughs> I wouldn't. He would have been great. I would have like. He should have played cousin Greg. I would have loved that. Um, I think it's crazy God, how much succession. Nicholas Braun really has fallen off after the allegations. Well, I there's been a writer strike. I don't think there's been anything for him to do since the show ended. No, but like people don't talk about him anymore. Like I don't think he's. I don't, look, I'm going to tell you right now. Don't worry. He'll be swinging right back. Okay, probably. <laughs> him in that sandwich shop. He'll be back on screen, dopey as ever sandwich shop he owns some sandwich shop in new york oh He's i know terrible. he owns a bar i think he might have invested in a sandwich shop too during something about her that's never gonna open <laughs> okay let's get into sex okay <laughs> <laughs> all right today we are covering season six episode 10 boy interrupted we'll start as we always do with a little episode synopsis carrie tries her high school boyfriend on miranda compares herself to a cheerleader Annabelle Bronfine rears her ugly head Bronfine. in Stanford. Isn't it Bronfine? Bronstein. <laughs> Is it Bronstein? It's Bronstein. That's how little I could give this episode. <laughs> Animal Bronfine. <laughs> I'm sure I was probably emailing someone with the last name Bronfine. I was just like, fuck it. Just type yeah. that. And um, Stanford hears some concerning news about Marcus. Mm. So what'd you think of this one? <sighs> Heavy sigh. It's better than the Catch Me episode. Oh, see, I thought this was much worse. What? I had I had far less fun with this one. I feel like I had zero laughs watching this. It was, I mean, it was definitely like not funny. I'm trying to think. Did I, I see? And I had. The I one liked big Robert laugh. and Miranda kissing. Oh God, I, guys! I gotta tell you, Doctor Robert does nothing for me this time around. I he, he, he's sexless. Dr. Robert? Nothing. Are you feeling okay? I think it's your sickness. He's just like not... It's like Travis Kelce. There's no sparkle in his eye. <laughs> um, And I also <clears throat> felt like this whole idea of the theme of like, we're going to review like, um, or review or revisit high school. I think, I feel like we've done that in better, in better episodes, including, of course... Um, attack of the not attack of the five foot ten women, but the one where Carrie has to um not Carrie Samantha has to deal with um the little girl who wants to start throw oh, her a party. Yeah, her bat mitzvah. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that to me. And then some. And then um Miranda has braces. Yeah, this one just sort of felt like everything. I feel we've like seen there the was a writer strike for these two episodes. Like I don't know what the two. Fuck it's they been were. like four. Yeah, we've been like you're right. I just don't know what's been going on. Like it's like the I think it's the absence of burger and a relationship season? for Carrie. I think that they so got rid of Burger and we're just sort of biding time before they wanted to introduce her second love interest. Mm-hmm. And there just feels to me like nothing um they don't really know what they're doing, so they're just biding time until part two. And it's like yeah. 
I'm really feeling it. I'm like I almost like, too. can they just go on a fucking trip? Like yeah. send them to the Hamptons or L.A. again. Some, and you'll never hear us say that normally. Like, I would much rather have seen them in L.A. for three episodes. Send them to like camping. Send them send to Florida. To send them to Abu Dhabi. <laughs> Get them the fuck out of this city. If the thing I have to look at is Samantha palling around with like um scary spice. Which Spice Girl was it? Not scary. Oh my god. The one who quit was always always in the um Ginger? Ginger Spice. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, well, that's we what had I to go to, to that asylum. Oh my god, and that wor- that was the wor- species, they thought they the, oh. They we'll thought that it. that was hilarious. And then I was like, what is he doing with this sign that just says Bradshaw? Is he trying to pretend this is an airport? Yeah. That's the plan. That's the joke. Jeremy ain't no fun. <laughs> no, and it's so sad because David Duchovny is like very charming. Is he? I no, normally, I've never seen, I think I've never, so. I've never seen X Files, and I didn't. I wasn't a Cali- California Cation head, so I actually don't really know that much about David Duchovny other than he's a sex addict. In real Just life, me. yeah, like he and um, Holly Berry's husband are like the. F- those are like the guys who like put opened that conversation. Like we're sex addicts. Oh god! <laughs> They're like we can't get enough of it. They're like that's their world. They really um tr- trotted those boards and yeah, they really held that group down. down. Yeah, okay. That was their social justice movement. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Should wow. we get into Samantha? Yeah. So it's hot as hell in New York. She's sweating, and we run into Ginger Spice, who I believe's name is Phoebe. Mm-hmm. And she's got a crazy fucking accent, and she's talking about Soho House, which of course was a very big deal then, and and still is, and people love Soho House. Personally, I'm not that into it. Mm -hmm. I think it's sort of pretentious, Um, but I sadly have been. And she's upset that she can't get in, and she feels like, don't they know who I am? Which is like, why can't she get in? I feel Um, like she would be able to... you had to have someone, well, you, I think you still do. You had to have, like, two people refer you. You had to submit a headshot, then be approved. Like, yeah, it was also like... A headshot? To, yeah, they were like, we need to see what you look like. <laughs> it was like Airbnb before, you know, all that stuff that was going on. You know, with the racism? Well, you know how Airbnb, you can have a picture of yourself? Yeah. And let's just put it this way. Oftentimes I would not get booked, but then I would have my white boyfriend at the time but do it and approved. Shut the and so fuck they, up. And so they had like some way to get rid of, get rid of that, which I think was like no more photos. Wow. Okay. Um, and I'm sure Soho House was up to some sketchy practices, much like that, you know? 100%. And so, what, wait, is it Braun Fine or Braunstein? Braunstein. Bronstein, because I've got it two ways on this outline. I'm like, it's Bronstein. Okay. So she's enjoying the pool. <laughs> she doesn't have the accent. And then, of course, she gets kicked out. And then out comes this accent. Did you think this was funny? No. This whole, like, inja. <sighs> I did not I, I, think it was funny. How has this become this huge thing for people? So much so that this is what they referenced when she came back. Uh, I didn't think... This is not King Cattrall's best work. Who? Kim Cattrall. It sounded like you said King Patrol. I was like, who? <laughs> King Patrol. King Patrol. This is not her best work. I, like, it's not a mem- like a memorable 
thing for me when I think of her. I'm not like, oh, and yeah. I wasn't having any fun at Soho House. I was happy to leave. Me too. It was boring. Like, it wasn't like they were sort of playing it like we were at the top of the roof of Samantha's roof at the end of season yes. three with the with the trans women and we're eating hot dogs and I would much rather be there. I was like, they think that if they think this is that much fun, they're wrong because I got to get the fuck out of the Soho house. Yeah, it looked snoozy. And I didn't think the clientele looked that great. I don't know. It just wasn't doing it for me. (laughs) Nor was this episode. No. No. And it also just feels like I hate to say it, but I guess I forgot that they also don't have anything for Samantha to do without Smith. It's embarrassing. But then the show, in some ways, it's like, then just bring him back. You all created this weird this story issue. where he left. Bring him back. If you can't figure out anything for her to do as a single person, mm-hmm. get him back on screen. Just say, oh, we finished filming like, the movie. Or do, like, phone sex or email sex with them or, like, I don't know. Right, she's like, not having sex. She's pretending to be or someone give, else. Or give her, like, um a great work storyline. Dial up Lucy Liu and have him go another few rounds. Literally something. Like, do fucking something with her. Where's Richard? Like, I can't. Because this this is like literally the fourth episode in a row where it's like, she's doing nothing. I think we're really sensing the hatred. I think we're... (laughs) They're they're just like, fuck her. Although, to be fair, everyone's storyline in this episode sucked. Like, Charlotte LOLs doesn't even have a storyline. She's just... She is an ancillary part of Stanford's You're right! Uh-huh. Um, what was going on on this set during season six, part know. one? I guess they were all like, fuck it. We're making millions of dollars. I could give two shits what we're doing. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's hot in New York. We want to go sit by a pool. Write it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very Ellen Pompeo style of um, acting and writing. She's like, it's COVID. I don't feel like acting. My scenes will take place on a beach and um, you will create a doll of me because I actually won't lay in the bed. <laughs> and I will take my check for $25 million. <laughs> I love Ellen. Like, how long, I love Ellen? How long will you be on the beach? Five to ten minutes a day. <laughs> <sighs> Sometimes, like interview bites of her come up on my TikTok. She is so crazy <laughs> because you nuts. so much associate her with Meredith. So like, and the you thing forget is, is if you she's te- like this very different person. Well, the funny thing is, is and again, I'm so happy that you decided to do this. And I was just talking to a friend and told them because they were like, "I love that you're rewatching Grey's." I went back and watched some. But, like, I never went past season, like, six or seven. And I said, you really should all the way to 11, but then stop immediately. Mm-hmm. Because what happens after 11 is, is Ellen Pompeo really stops acting. And then she just performs as, like, Meredith becomes Ellen Pompeo. Like, she doesn't use the same voice anymore. Oh, she, she gets, like, a little like, Boston with it. She slips into her Boston accent yeah. whenever she wants. Um, she, there's a scene of her brushing her hair just, like, and she literally is just like this. <laughs> I know you guys can't see this. And she's just like, Barrett. I'm like, please try. You're, we're paying you millions of dollars, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> she used to be great, though. Mm-hmm. She's still paid. Should we talk about Stanford, who I guess usurped um, Charlotte yeah. this episode? And usually I really appreciate um, when we get a fuller Stanford storyline. Mm-hmm. The thing I didn't like about this one, though, is it's just so much about his insecurity and his sadness. Yeah. Most, like, most I of the time really, it is. I really hate, but like, I, that is true. And like, there is like these horrible double standards and body image things and age mm-hmm. issues in the queer community and the larger, like, sort of society we find ourselves living in. So I'm not saying that anything they're writing isn't, um, true, but it just bums you out that he's landed Marcus. Mm-hmm. 
And he still needs to, like, let's go flaunt him in front of Anthony. Mm-hmm. I know. And I wrote down only one note this episode. Wow, this is the Anthony I remember, a real cunt. He's terrible. He's so fucking mean. When I was watching this episode, because I was like... Because you were gay? I can't believe, like, they got married. <laughs> I was like, you married this guy? It feels... It feels bizarre. Don't they not even really set it up in the first movie? Don't they, they just, just like kiss on kiss, New Year's yeah, Eve? That's it. And that's like how we're meant to know they're together. Yeah. I hate Michael Patrick King so much. But it wasn't Look even like a kiss. It was like they had to like just they had to drink. They had to get drunk to kiss. But right, we never see them fall in love. They're sort never. of just sort of together at the end when they're all at brunch. Mm-hmm. And then in the second movie, we open up and we're at that gay wedding, uh, which mm-hmm. I wish we were talking about that today. <laughs> Sunrise, sunset style. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, Anthony pulls out, like, he was in Honcho, and, and an old he's a issue prostitute. Of Honcho, yeah. I'm sending it to you now. And Charlotte was just sort of sitting there like, whatever, I don't care. <laughs> it's like, what's happening with Kristen Davis? She's just, like, around? I don't really know. I, I don't really know what any of these characters are doing. Honestly, even Carrie. Oh, we'll get to Miss Bradshaw because she's roaming around just dead-eyed like Elizabeth Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I did, if there's one beat in this episode I did really like, I appreciated when Stanford is sort of um smug and Charlotte can't stand it. Mm. Like, she, it's almost like she sees herself when he's like, ladies, you gotta, you gotta know everything about your man. And she's like, he does not know everything. And then for some reason she has it with her. Yeah, she like just pulled it out of her purse. I was like, but okay. I, and I will With say, her little I do like space the line buns. Of, yeah, of where she, where Carrie says voiceover. Charlotte, like all girls, knew the best way to get rid of information was to just tell other people, and sometimes that does feel true. Of like, it's a hundred percent true. I, well, look. I know it's gossiping, but, like, it's not with only me anymore. Right. Like, now I'm sharing this with you, so it's us now in this yeah. together. I've, like, no longer got 100% of it. You've got 50%. And mm-hmm. if you want to share it, just let me know so that I know my percentage is going down. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, And so we quickly find out that he broke up with Anthony because of this. Would you break up with a man because he was formerly a sex worker? I don't think so. Maybe I, I would. I like, who cares? I don't know, like... Particularly at this time of sex work, when it was, like, in the past. Right, like, I like think it maybe was years now, ago. But also, like, sex work has changed, like, where it lives online forever, like, if you were, like, a porn star. Mm-hmm. But if your job was just to, like, go fuck some dudes in, like, hotel rooms, what is it my business? That's so true. Yeah, Whereas, like, I think I might if be I a was... little uncomfortable, I'm gonna be honest, if, like, the it... person I was dating, you could see them having sex online. And, like, millions of people can watch it whenever they want. Yeah. Like, no, I don't think course, I could do that. No, of Actually, course I know I, I would, couldn't. I would try to rise to the occasion, but I do think it would at least bother me. Like, it would take, it would be, so, I can admit, it would be something I'd have to, like, work through. Yeah. It's I, not something I'd be like, great, you can log online and see you naked. Yeah, I don't like but that. But of course, you know, that's coming for all of us. Yeah. That is. Future presidents. We're going to see their dicks. We're going to see... Dicks and badges are just out on the titties. internet. Yeah, get ready. Madam President. Speaker of the House. Schlong out. Treasure. Get ready. Vice President. All of it. We're going to see We're tits out of and ass. Different, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pete Buttigieg. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Keep that to yourself, Pete. Pete. 
Um, so Carrie decides she'll go to prom with Stanford, and for some reason, they're elected prom king and queen. That I hated that. I rolled my eyes so fucking hard <laughs> at Carrie's like cheesing. Oh, God, I'm like, I how know. did these two get voted? I guess Carrie's famous. I guess. I don't know. She shouldn't even be there. She's straight. Get out of our safe space. Yeah, Lady Bunny was like, Carrie Bradshaw. Uh, Jesus, here she goes again. <laughs> Looking for a crown. She came with it on. We might as well crown her. <laughs> and so Marcus sort of sweetly shows up and they get back together. I and thought that I guess was really was- sweet. Oh, so it worked for you. See, I found this to be just sort of like boring. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I didn't mean it in the sense of like, I really liked this part of the show. I mean, like, I just liked seeing Marcus show that effort for Stanford because I just feel like Stanford gets such a short end of the stick so many times in the show that to like see this like beautiful man, like love Stanford and like show up for him. And it's like, Carrie, you just got dumped on a fucking post-it. Like, Stanford's but can I ask, gonna do you like one. Marcus? Like, do you find him interesting? No, but I don't need to. Okay. That's he's just enough for you that he's just like generically handsome. I mean, I'm not dating him. No, but but what I mean is is like, don't you sort of want the character that Stanford ends up with, this beloved character we all like, mm-hmm. to have a little bit more going on other than he's generically handsome and is like sings on always, Broadway. I always go back you to did that. Play Prince scene Eric and the Little where, Mermaid on Broadway. I go back to that scene all the time at that wedding. Where he was like, he makes me laugh. And so, like, I just think, I don't know. I think that they have, like, a sweet relationship. I mean, it's better than whatever he had going on with Anthony. He left him in the dust to go be a monk. To be a monk. I miss the guy with the dolls. <laughs> oh, the my dolls? God. Of course. And then he broke. Or, um, um, he broke. Or the nice gentleman he met at the the underwear club who was, like, I like when he was Rick Nine Plus. Oh, when he was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big tool for you. Big tool for you. <laughs> Oh, no, you didn't. <gasps> we haven't heard Carrie's ghetto voice. Does it come out again? I need it. I don't think it comes out again. Yeah, I think maybe Sarah Jessica was like, let's wrap that one up. Yeah, we can't be doing this. Yeah. All right. Speaking of things we can't do, let's talk about Miranda. Mm, okay. Hmm. <laughs> so you are into Dr. Robert. Like you see him on screen and like something like comes alive for you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. He no, I want to be everyone to be clear. It used to. Something has changed within you. Something is not the Something same. Something is not the same. I'm through with playing by the rules of someone Sounds else's game. game. Wow, I gotta listen to Wicked soon. I know, me too. That, that movie's really, never coming out. <laughs> we're never getting wicked, and I'm furious about it. Um, I can't wait for that tennis movie though. Challenge? When is that Challengers? Yeah, you it's know, I coming love my out. Luka. It was supposed to come out like a few weeks ago, but it's coming out. I think now in like May, April. No, they moved it to next year. Yes. No. Mm-hmm. Challengers With, movie release oh, date. God, I'm wow, going to be 2024. Yeah, I'm going to be nuts during that. Well, it definitely won't win an Oscar now. That's not a good idea. Well, she, she's she definitely won't make it through. <laughs> you know that campaign. Low energy. Um. Love Luca and Mike Feist mm-hmm. and uh, Josh O'Connor, Mike, Mike King. When is the crown coming back? November. Are you sure? Were I they think able so. to do everything that were they able to do everything they needed to do amidst the strike? We no. haven't seen a trailer. You're right. We haven't seen a trailer. What I'm is concerned. it? Season six? Yeah, the crown season six release date. 
It's set to premiere in the fall, and this was posted on September 5th of this year. I did see like a little clip of them like, we're going to see the Camilla wedding. Mm-hmm. It had better fucking come out. I swear to God, if I have to wait till 2024 for Crown, I can't do it. No, like, let's wrap this up, you know? Yeah, I need to see that Camilla wedding. Desperately. All right, back to Dr. Robert, who's turning you on but doing nothing for me. Okay, I don't necessarily think he's, like, turning me on, but, like, it's something to look at, Chris. It's something in these dark times where I need to look at something good. I just remember, and I think I said this last week, it's like, I thought his introduction was akin to McSteamy. Yeah, like, you remember it being a little sexier. I remember it is like McSteamy, just like truly like he came through the door, like he rushed through her door and like mm-hmm. grabbed her. I was like, this is like he popped by and gave her a ticket to something. I was like, maybe I'll see you there. I know when he handed her the tickets and she was like, oh, now I think I Miranda is very Charlotte. annoying what, what, during she, all of this. What'd she say? When she's like at the lockers and she's like, do you like someone? I'm like, Miranda, shut the fuck up. Like, what, what lockers? You... Do you mean they're mailboxes? Yeah, they're mailboxes. <laughs> it's like, did she go into like not the their backstage? lockers? Not their lockers. Back... Is backstage, is that what it's called of a baseball game? Football? What was it? What were they playing? It was basketball. Basketball. Yeah. Is that called backstage? I don't know. Because it's not a stage. Backstage is like for theater. I'm like, what are they, where do they put their costumes on? I don't know. Um, yeah. I didn't find their kissing to be oh, hot. Oh, their kiss was disgusting. And I'll tell you what I didn't find to be hot was when we rolled into them fucking and I had to hear rolling on the river. And I don't even think that was Tina. Oh, they That was like get, a kid's bop version. That was, yeah. That was like the time we had that That was girl like you and I performing it. Yeah. And I also just felt like, guys, come on. I did get excited for the kiss. Like, like, black music while she's fucking this black guy. They might like, I was just like, here we go again. We might as well have just heard in the background. Keep it real, motherfucker. Keep it real. <laughs> I thought rap, all rap had a harder edge. a harder edge. edge. Now, can we talk about something that is my favorite running feud as an aside really quickly? Of course. I often forget and then occasionally, well, first and foremost, you know, one of my favorite podcasts is Reasonably Shady. Mm-hmm. And I listen to it every Monday. One of my favorite side stories in it is is that they're being sued by Eminem. The rapper? (laughs) Yes. For using the word shady. You're lying. (laughs) No. And occasionally they'll be like, like today Robin was like, are there any white rappers? And Giselle just went, well, there's one, but we try not to talk about him. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh. They record a podcast and put it out every Monday? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. And I have a lot of fun with those gals. I love that. And it's so cute, and they just have a great relationship. And they do. Today they, t- they talked about their friendship and how they can keep it together, even though they're on reality TV. And I gotta say, eight seasons, and they're still going They've strong. never faltered. Like, they've... Ha- I've never I don't think seen it. I think Robin has only put Giselle in her place one time, and it was when she showed up at her open house. <laughs> well, and of course, never forget when Giselle said, we must talk about something regarding Michael Darby. And everyone was like, what? And she just went, Robin, I will leave this to you to discuss. Robin was like, I don't... I was like, God damn it, Giselle. I was like, I don't want to talk about this at all. Yeah. They're coming for Robin this season. I know. I love that image of her just on the side of the road. I know. Love. But I think their relationship's going strong, and I love those gals. And I think they might have... You know, I am subscribed to their Patreon, and I might be joining a Zoom call with those two gals someday. You absolutely should, and you should report back. And I think it might actually be happening in an hour, so I might need to wrap this up. Um, 
what else happened? I guess that's sort of the end of Miranda and Dr. Robert, right? Yeah. So they've only got two more episodes. Mm-hmm. So she is he going to give her the big... So she gets the big cookie next week? Because the big cookie isn't the same episode as um the breakup. It's not? I don't think so. So I think he gives her the big cookie next week. Oh. That's crazy. No, wait. Next week has to be when he subs, um tampons up Steve's nose. Oh, yeah. And she meets Debbie. Yes. So then I think maybe the big cookie and... God, how much more of this show do we have? I'm looking. <laughs> Next week is big, right? He's coming with his heart attack. Let me see. One second. Um... Again, we're just discussing yes. what we want. Yeah. Yeah. Next week is the domino effect. Um, Char- Charlotte gets um, acupuncture. Miranda has a run-in with Stephen Robert. And then I think... And then the next one is the one. Where it's and the I think birthday. Those, so I think that is the cookie episode. I think so, too. So they he gives her the cookie and they break up in one episode. Mm-hmm. Great. And I think then we he, get Petrovsky that episode. Um... Yes. Mm-hmm. It, that's the very end. And he tasted like um, black cherries. Ugh. Finally, some fucking sex on this show. <sighs> sexless. Um, how about Carrie and Jeremy? Speaking of sexless, chemistryless. I really did not care for this performance by David Duchovny. It, felt it was really almost like low he energy. never acted before. It felt really low vibrations. I just couldn't believe this is a man who carried a beloved TV show for, I think... 10 years that spawned multiple movies. Yeah. People love him. If if, like Matthew Perry or like Matt LeBlanc rolled onto screen and you were like, they're empty holes. And, but then you also had to hold in like, they're the star of the most popular television show of all time. Right. It's like, no, where's the charisma? Yeah. He has it. I feel like, but not in this episode. I think think so. Are you an X-Files girl? Where are you basing this off of? Just like things I've seen. Okay. Fan cams. <laughs> that trailer for that movie with Meg Ryan. <laughs> yes. The airport or something it's called. It's like. That the terminal sequel. We already had to watch that yeah, plot tra- with Tom Hanks. They, they were exes and they're trapped in the airport together. Right. But is, wasn't that the plot of that movie, The Terminal with I never Tom saw Hanks? That. He was stuck in that airport too with Catherine Zeta. She was in that movie? I think she was his love interest. I don't know that I ever saw it either. Wow. Um, I just recently rewatched Catherine Zeta-Jones' performance in Chicago on Twitter. And wow. Excuse me? What a performance. How? What do you mean? Just clipped out? Like it wasn't the full movie? Yeah, it was just a clip of it. And I was like, wow, she really gave it. Gave it her all. Roxy. Velma. Velma, excuse me. So sorry. Um, I disagree. There, I didn't but, mean to um, bring this podcast to a screeching halt by bringing uh, up that performance. You, how dare you confuse Roxy and Velma? Yeah, sorry, sorry, mothers. sorry. I love that movie, and I know many of the much of the choreography. Oh, I can do a fantastic. We both reached for the gun. Wow. I don't even know what to talk about with Jeremy. I found the He's minute in an he asylum, up, and that's it. The minute they popped up, I also felt like the show usually would have done more to like write it of Carrie, like feeling young again and it just felt like something was missing like they didn't really embrace the idea of it Mm-mm. so then like um, how were we supposed to get invested right and so and they just simply had no chemistry mm-hmm. we find out he's in this mental mental institution which is 
I will say at least treated pretty kindly. Mm-hmm. Except for and I, the guy we, running in the background. Yeah, but I just mean, it's not like Carrie's like, well, he's fucking nuts, like mm-hmm. that crazy man. And none of her friends really said anything either about it. They were just Wait, like, it wasn't Carrie, treated like bisexuality. Mental mm-hmm. health, we treated much better here. <laughs> yeah, bisexuality. Maybe that's just they, the difference of a few years. Yeah, they treated that like it was terrible and i would love an episode of and just like that where someone pulled out that article and is like carrie answer for this mm-hmm. pay for like, your you, crimes what, what is this um so yeah we go out there and then we have michael patrick king's cameo screaming feces and i just think they thought maybe that was a lot funnier or more impactful than it was mm-hmm. i just thought it went on for too long i did too it also wasn't this like terrifying thing to me that should have um shoved Carrie into thinking, oh my God, this is such a different space than I thought it was. Yeah, it just did nothing for me. Like, I felt nothing about it. And I actually appreciated it. him when he said, I like this place because everyone's crazy is sort of out in the open. Mm-hmm. And even to me, that sort of felt like maybe then we should pair, like, not that this would be appropriate, but it seems like something the show would do, of her saying something like, well, that's just like Manhattan, right? Like, th- there's this correlate. It just felt like they were just writing and not drawing connections. Right. I don't know. There's really nothing to say. It, this episode sucked. Sucked. Um, I appreciate that she was like 10 months. Can't do it. Five years for Aiden. Absolutely. <laughs> Literally. Like, what is this woman's concept of time? I keep forgetting that she's waiting for all that time for him. <sighs> Five years. Mm-hmm. But I might let myself off for good behavior. What are you talking about? That means nothing to us. Um... What did you think of the fashion in this one? I really, really thought Charlotte looked so cute at the basketball game. And her, like, pink ruffly top. It was, like, low-cut jeans and this, like, pink ruffly top and a ponytail. I thought she looked really cute. Oh, well, that's nice. I took no notes on fashion because I didn't think anyone was wearing <clears throat> anything of any note. Yeah. Um, and in terms of men, we had Stanford, Anthony, Jeremy, and Marcus. <sighs> I think I'm a hard pass on all of them. I know. None of them are... You know what? Oh, Robert. Maybe I'll uh, choose Dr. Robert. I chose him last week. I'm bored. Uh, you know how I choose that cheerleader who was cheer-fucking him? Oh, when she was just, like spanking her butt with her... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And is that what cheerleaders at games do? I, I don't know. I like Charlotte when she was like, we just did a few kicks and some herkies. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, we were doing all that. Uh, what would you give this one out of 10? A two. Mm, yeah i'm right there with you this one was horrible this one is one of those ones where i'm like i don't think i'll ever watch this again ever no this is a hard skip in fact i don't know that i'll watch season six a part one me i'll do the burger eps and then slide right to podrotsky Mm -hmm. yeah all right guys i i i hope we haven't bummed you out too much about this season but hopefully next week big is back Mm -hmm. big is back and hopefully you know, that usually gives us some real pep in our step. Yeah. And he's sort of an asshole, and we always like that. Well, he's, like, nice, and then he's not... <laughs> we do get her oh, famous. Striper. I'm your candy. Candy striper. You know I've always liked a good candy stripper. These two were meant for one another. They really were. Not a mistake. <laughs> well, apparently... Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. We hope you'll join us again next week when we discuss Season 6, Episode 11 the domino effect make sure you subscribe rate and review shortcomings wherever you listen to podcasts you can follow us online i'm at c lewis 1219 on instagram sam where are you i am at bravo historian on instagram and i'm at take yourself on twitter 
And of course, you can support us on Patreon by joining us at patreon.com slash shortcomingspodcast. We appreciate it. Bye. Bye.